Hey everyone, welcome to Bridal Mess, the show where each week your bridal bestie, me, Amir Lawali, dishes about the latest wedding scandals and gossip from a friend of a friend of the bride. So sit back, grab a glass of champagne, and let's get messy. Today's guest is Karobi Parada McCoy. She's a 28-year-old Latina influencer and newlywed. Passionate for all things beauty and fashion, she loves to travel with her husband Maxwell and having a game night with family and friends. Her wedding was also recently featured on The Knot, and you can find that link in the podcast notes below. Welcome, Karobi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I am so excited that you're here. I feel like our weddings are so close in timing. I feel like we were both running on fumes. Running on, still running on fumes, like still there. Yeah, you just got married, so you're still going to come down for another month or so. Thank you for warning me, because I still feel like it's, I still feel a high. It's a good high, though, so that's good. It is a good high. Let's jump right in. Every week we ask the same question, and that is, what was your messiest bridal moment? Okay, so I feel like my messiest bridal moment was at the end of the wedding, So I had made this promise to myself way before that I wasn't going to drink at my wedding because I heard that like you can black out and like obviously Uh get drunk and I'm a heavy drinker. So I just didn't want to accidentally, you know, end up being drunk at my wedding, not remembering or something bad happening. So it's like, I'm not going to drink, whatever, whatever. So the day of the wedding, as you know, the timelines are just, it's just crazy. It's just like, it feels like a job, you know, it's like one thing after another, after another. And I was so excited and ready to like, just enjoy my wedding day you know like I just felt like it was like all day was like I don't know like a job so then towards the end after the fireworks and after the fireworks I was like oh this is it I'm taking my heels off I'm putting on my little flats I'm gonna just party but then Max ended up doing this like sexy little dance for me but anyway that's a story (laughs) for another day so after that I started taking shots because I was like that's it I'm off the clock I'm done I'm done. I could finally enjoy my wedding day. So then I ended up getting a little lit, you know, a little drunk. And when the wedding ended or was wet, when it was ending, the DJ was like, oh, like, you know, we're going to round up, whatever. I was like, give me the mic. And I remember taking the mic and like talking, but I I don't like, like, you know, when you're drunk, you're there, but you're not like fully aware so like I remember like being like oh like I'm going to the pool whatever whatever so then the next day everybody's like oh yeah the pool the pool and I was like what are you talking about and then they're like oh you don't remember you said pool like 50 times so I was sitting there when I grabbed the mic I was literally like so I'm going to the pool and the wedding's over like I'm sorry you don't have to go home but I'm going to the pool and Max you're going to the pool because we're going to the pool and then I said it like again and again and there's like videos of me of course and then I my family speaks Spanish so I started saying it in Spanish and I was like vamos a la piscina la boda se acabó la boda en la piscina so it was just like an inside joke with everybody but yeah I was a little sloppy drunk but that was at the end which is fair yeah no okay I see you see we're the same wait so you were sloppy drunk by the end of the night too oh yeah oh yeah because they, they had me we had a second entrance and they all everyone knew because I kept telling them do not feed me drinks. I would like, I want to be snatched in my photos. But the pictures were over. So you were like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. My photographers were gone. They were gone. They were gone. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. What? Well, I, I deserve this at this point. You know, at this yeah. end of the night, I think we deserved it. The brides that get it, get it. That's the brides it. that get it, get it. They get, if you're in, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> what made you choose destination wedding? 
So I always felt like I would have a destination wedding because I wasn't born here in the States. I'm from Bolivia. I came here when I was like seven. So I I am from here. But (laughs) my family's like in Bolivia. I have family in Sweden, Spain, like, and then different states. I have like different friends, you know, so it was never in my mind that I would have a wedding here in Florida because everyone would have to travel anyway. And because I'm from Bolivia, I understand that a lot of like Latin American countries offer the same thing for a lot less. And that's just how the thing, you know, how things go. So I figured, you know, if I'm going to spend my money and I can get more for my book, then definitely destination it is. Same, same mindset. But I ended up, it's so funny because I thought I was going to spend, like I was going to save so much money. Mm-hmm. I feel like I ended up spending more. Okay, question. You spent more, but did you get more like out of it? Like, No, definitely. I don't think I could yeah. have a wedding I had with like the money I had, like the budget I had, if that makes sense. No, it does. But it definitely wasn't as like affordable as I thought, if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you have like any wedding season regrets? Anything that you wish you could do over? Oh man, the things I wish I can do over. (laughs) (laughs) So many I wish I could do over. I can't even begin to tell you. Really? Yes, but it's mostly like like things that like hindsight 2020, of course, you can do a lot of things over, right? Yeah. Like maybe I invited people I shouldn't have invited or maybe I should have booked my flight even more ahead of time than I thought. And something else too that like I'm very type A and I feel like after like, okay, so right after the wedding, I was super happy like the day after I was coming down, but I was like happy. And then two days later, I got my like preview pictures. You know how they send you like the preview pictures? And I literally had a mental breakdown. <laughs> no, why? Yeah, because I did not love my makeup, like how it looked. And it was it wasn't her fault. It was like my fault because I should have spoken up more and I should have did things more like my style, like more A-list, uh, not A-list, um, type A mm-hmm. style and took over like my brows or whatever so I I hated my makeup so I had like a a mental breakdown and I I just thought of everything that went wrong and then that lasted like a whole day it was a really cloudy day yeah and but then I was like back to life so it was it was fine and I, I remembered it's like like you said it was like the most magical perfect like day of my life like the actual day but so many things went wrong that day that yeah that don't matter and like nobody really knows but I know the bride knows. Yeah, you. We know everything. We know everything, and maybe we'll get to a point where I'll be like, you know, it's fine. That point will not come for me soon, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully in the future, it's a good time. <laughs> and I'm also a plus size bride. And when wedding planning first started, like I, but what I wasn't expecting was how little options and how little plus size options I found. The choices that you could choose from when you go to try on dresses is an experience. It's it's a, It could be very painful. And I think the anxiety of it becoming painful scared me a lot, even before like the action was there. And then also finding outfits for every event was very hard. <laughs> it was so hard for me. Like I Luckily, I found you and other influencers on TikTok who pointed me, straight up pointed me in the direction of where I could go eventually. But until I found that space, like it was hard. So I'm wondering, did you experience this in either finding outfits or dress shopping? Was there ever a moment where you're like, you wish that the wedding season was more inclusive or more size inclusive? Yeah, definitely. Like you said, it was 
it was, I love my body. I didn't want to, you know, um, go into that pressure of like losing weight before the wedding. I don't know how people do it. You know, like there's enough pressure going on. You want me to lose weight too? Like that's yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on a diet. I'll definitely get right to love. But yeah, so it was, I, I didn't want to do any of those things. So I knew that it was going to be difficult because it's difficult being plus size, you know, day-to-day life. So yeah. When I started dress shopping and I realized like so many boutiques, especially here in Florida, didn't carry like plus size. And the one that did didn't have like cute dresses. Like, why do I have to cover all the way up? And like, you know, like and not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just feels like they're like telling me I have to cover up because I'm plus size, you know? And it was it was very difficult. But what I did was I was running out of time because I didn't want to give myself too many options and end up you know being stuck in a situation where my dress isn't going to come in time so I ended up just like you know picking a few and then I did find the dress that I of my dreams that I loved and everything I was super lucky but I literally was finding boutiques and I was like oh my god I love this boutique and I just had to call every single one and be like do you carry plus sizes in store in store can I try it on because oh yeah we carry plus sizes and then they don't even carry it in a store so you have to order it and you have to order your wedding dress without trying it on like that is so unfair so yeah to answer your question it was absolutely difficult and like you said the the bridal events was even more difficult I would say because it's like these like brands that carry like other types of clothes who have this bridal collection and you know they're not making it past like XL barely you know and some XLs don't even aren't even the right XL let's be honest it's giving medium So, (laughs) yeah, it was very difficult. But thankfully, like you said, I found other influencers, too. And like I was just searching and searching. You I hope I know, you know, but your impact and influence in helping make this space more inclusive really helped me. So I know it has helped other brides. So thank you. Oh, no, of course. Of course. All right. Are you ready to get messy? I'm so ready. Today, our friend of a friend of the bride is taking us back to the year 2008, where we meet our bride, Vivica. Vivica is in her sophomore year of college, and it's homecoming week. Picture this. The beats of the music, the laughter echoing through the air, and in the midst of the college homecoming party chaos, there was Vivica, full of life and ready for anything. It was at this wild party that she crossed paths with Justin a guy with an irresistible charm and a twinkle in his eye that matched hers. From the moment their eyes met, the energy between them was electric, and the night unfolded like a scene from a movie, filled with laughter, dances, and a connection that felt like destiny. As the homecoming festivities carried on, Vivica and Justin found themselves lost in each other's stories. Discovering common interests and creating a bond that would extend far beyond this unforgettable night. That college party became the origin story of their love, an unexpected twist in their academic adventure that transformed their lives in ways they never could have imagined. Okay, question. How did you meet your now husband? We went to the same high school together, and (laughs) I'm a grade (laughs) above him, so, like, I was not paying attention to him at all, to be honest. (laughs) And, yeah, we went to the same high school, but we didn't, like, know each other, but we had, like, one mutual friend, so we had, like, heard of each other and then after high school we ended up going to said friends dinner like birthday dinner and that's the first time we met 
And yeah, pretty much the rest is history. But turns out the entire time I was thinking like, you know, he knew who, he, who I was, but like, you know, it was like, whatever. Turns out he was in love with me way before that and was like super obsessed telling his friends like, that's my girl. Like the picture of, in a picture of me with a group of girls, he was like, that one's mine or whatever. So like later on, a lot of the guys have came back when we got married and they're like, oh, you did get her, like you said, or whatever. But yeah, so this whole time he was in love with me while we were at this dinner. I had no idea. And yeah, that's how we met. And I I and love that. I made the first move, not him. Like I was like, oh, he's cute. And then they set us up. We started texting, but it was all because of me. <laughs> it's because he was he was struck by your beauty and frozen in time. <laughs> all right. Justin and Vivica's college romance was nothing short of a roller coaster ride. Marked with the ebb and flows of emotions of their on-again, off-again relationship. Through the highs of shared laughter and the lows of heated arguments, they navigated the unpredictable world of young love. Their journey had more than a few messy breakups. When Justin and Vivica hit those rough patches, they each decided to play the field a bit. You know, dated other people, tried out different scenes. Breakups became like this weird intermission where they both wandered off into the dating wilderness. It was a messy mix of meeting new people, testing the waters, and maybe getting a little tangled up in the drama of it all. But no matter how far they strayed, there was always this invisible force pulling them back. Other relationships came and went. Justin and Vivica's messy love story was the one they couldn't shake, no matter how hard they tried. So cute. It's cute. I'm ready for the messiness, though. Where does this get messy? Our friend of a friend of the bride is bringing us into a decade later. Justin and Vivica's love story reached a remarkable milestone. On Justin's birthday, surrounded by friends and family, Vivica threw a surprise party to celebrate him. Little did she know, Justin had a surprise of his own in store. In a moment that captured the essence of their connection, Justin seized the opportunity and proposed. So when Justin popped the question, most were happy, super excited for this couple who'd been through it all. However, Vivica's parents were like the Buzzkill Brigade. From the get-go, they never seemed too excited about Justin, always giving him the side eye and throwing little digs about his commitment and job situation. Ever since college, Justin's been on this career roller coaster, trying to figure things out. In their defense, he has had a few detours. At first, he wanted to be an engineer. He then decided his true passion was to become a pilot, and then a chef, and then a professional surfer, a writer. <laughs> Let's just say Justin was very passionate and a man with a lot of interest. And Vivica had always been very focused and career-driven. She was the youngest director at her job, steady, and it seemed from the outside that she was always cleaning up Justin's messes, both personal and financial. Her parents thought this level of commitment to his professional life would reflect how committed he was to his personal life. So as the couple dove into wedding plans, they had this extra layer of stress from her parents' critique, making what should have been an awesome time a little bit more complicated. Were there any outside voices that made your wedding season a little more stressful? Definitely so many voices, (laughs) especially like, because I I don't know if you know this, but I basically plan like three different destinations so I first picked Spain and then I changed my mind to Bolivia where I'm from Mm -hmm. and then 
ended up with Guatemala. But during this process, if I like was looking at a certain country or whatever, I made the mistake of like talking about it with people. So then people got excited. And I think when I was originally planning for Europe, everybody was like, oh, this is like my chance to go to Europe. So when I made the switch, everybody was kind of like, oh, why this? And especially when it was Guatemala, I feel like it got so much like backlash, if that makes sense, because that's the word, because, you know, Guatemala wasn't like a known country that people like get married in, like, like you said, destination weddings are known for like beaches. So everybody was like, you know, is there a beach there? Like what's in Guatemala or whatever? Is it dangerous? And really, uh, it was a lot. And, and at first I was just like, why are people, you know, being so judgy over this country that you don't even know? And then after I went and I showed how beautiful it was on my stories and everything, I thought people would be a little bit more receptive, but they were still very like questionable, I think. And I'm just like, you really think I'm going to put my name on something that isn't like beautiful? Like, come on now. Like, so at the end, when every when like everybody's like, oh, the most awesome wedding in the family, like loved it. I'm like, yeah, y'all doubted me. Like, let's be for real. But yeah, so it was definitely, you know. Lots of opinions. So after 10 years of being together, Justin and Vivica were like, why wait? After Justin's sweet proposal, they decided to dive headfirst into the whole wedding thing, giving themselves just six months to make it official. And get this, they ditched the hometown drama and went for a destination wedding on New Year's Eve. They figured, why not kick off the new year with a bang, surrounded by their favorite people? It was their way of saying, let's do this and let's do it our way. Okay, six months. How do you feel about that? <laughs> That's insane. That's wild. Insane. But I do get it. If you've been together for 10 years, you're just like, let's get this over with. <laughs> let's do this right now. So I <laughs> started yesterday. <laughs> like we should have been married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure she was trying to tie him down. They were trying to tie each other down after all those relationships or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Vivica wasted no time assembling her dream team. She swiftly enlisted her sister and her three best friends to stand by her side as bridesmaids, turning a casual conversation into an instant bridal squad. Meanwhile, Justin rallied his crew from the fraternity days, and his groomsmen became a squad of brothers ready to support him on his big day. From dress fittings to last-minute travel plans, everything was moving at lightning speed. While the bridal party buzzed with enthusiasm for Justin and Vivica's fast-paced wedding, a different tune played in the background for Vivica's parents. The fast pace left them feeling a bit uneasy, and they couldn't shake the sense that things are moving just a tad bit too quickly. Do you think Vivica's parents have a right to be concerned? I think so. I mean, I, I feel like if they've been in like an on and off relationship for 10 years, and even though like, yes, they're young, but at the same time, like those things, like you don't forget those, those things, you know, like seeing them with someone else and all the we don't know how bad the arguments got or like how long they weren't together. So I, I can understand why they would be concerned. I'd be concerned. Yeah. And the thing is your family and loved ones never forget. You may, you may forgive your partner. <laughs> My sister will never forgive you. Like never. So I get that part. You, you can't, can't have them knowing everything. Cause no, because you, you may have gotten roses. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't move on. Vivica's mom couldn't hold her feelings any longer. While they were out shopping for her wedding shoes, she decided to confront her daughter. 
She said, I've been thinking about this wedding stuff and it feels like it's all moving a bit too fast. Are you sure that Justin is ready for this? Mom, we've been through so much and we're ready. I love him. Her mom says, I get that, but I worry. Remember when you guys took a break and Justin had this whole messy, messy player thing going on? I just don't want you to get hurt. I don't trust it. Mom, that was ages ago, Vivica said. People change and so do circumstances. Justin's not like that anymore. I just want you to be sure, her mom said. Marriage is a big deal. And I don't want you guys rushing into something that might not work. Mom, we've both learned from our mistakes, Vivica said. We're in a different place. Please trust us. We're solid. Her mom decided to drop it from there on. That combo wasn't too bad, right? Like, it was awkward, but not too bad. Yeah, I don't feel like it was bad. I think definitely wrong timing. Like, you know, wedding shoe shopping. I wouldn't be... That would, like, definitely kill my mood. and Like, ruin my day, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like, really, right now? I feel yeah. Like I've had that conversation maybe at the end of that day. Yeah. Or maybe, like, you know, another day randomly at the house. Like... Exactly. But I get it. Sometimes you're just like, should I say, should I not say? And then you end up saying it at the wrong time. <laughs> just spitting it out. <laughs> All right. Our friend of a friend of the bride wants us to fast forward a bit to the week before the wedding. Justin and Vivica decided to spice things up and brought the whole gang to Cancun a week early for a wild joint bachelor and bachelorette party at the resort. It was a good time. Would you have a joint bachelor slash bachelorette party? I thought about that in the beginning when we were planning our bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. That's what we originally wanted because I just thought it would like be easier. And I was thinking randomly that today, like if we would have had one, I think God we didn't. I just feel like one that's too messy. And then we have so many couple friends that I feel like they would accidentally make things about them instead yeah. of like us. And like you just gotta separate boys and girls. Like boys are totally different than how we like, to, you know, how girls like to party. So yeah. I agree. I agree. My husband now wanted one, a joint one so badly. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Us, I feel like our groups party differently. Like they just, what we find fun, they like want to like go explore and drive fast cars. And I, that's not what I wanted to like go crazy. So like they wanted to sightsee. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so the night before the big day, the suite was buzzing with love. Laughter and probably a bit too much partying. Justin and Vivica were on cloud nine, surrounded by their awesome crew. The joint party had been a blast, creating memories they'd be talking about forever. But as the night started to wind down, Justin ended up crashing hard on the couch. In the midst of cleaning up the party, Vivica noticed his phone blowing up. No big deal, right? Until she saw it was from their favorite pizza joint back home calling. Weird, right? Mm-mm. Weird. Weird. Weird, right? <laughs> Suspicious. The parents were right. The parents. Uh, okay. So he's he's blackout drunk. You see the phone blowing up. It makes no sense who's calling. What would you do at this point? I'd wait for them to hang up so I could go through his phone. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> it. Honestly, I'm with you. I'm not answering <laughs> the phone, letting them know what's going on, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Initially, Vivica brushed off the constant calls. 
She was hoping that they were just spam calls or some late night pizza joint mix up. However, her instincts began to nag at her. Refusing to let the mystery slide and unable to resist, she grabbed Justin's phone and slipped into the bathroom for a discreet scroll through his recent calls. As the screen lit up in the dimly lit room, Vivica's eyes widened with surprise and confusion. The phone number wasn't the pizza place. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I have so much anxiety. Just like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. As Vivica scrolled through Justin's phone in the dimly lit bathroom, her eyes widened in disbelief. As she stumbled upon a series of texts, photos, and videos that revealed a hidden chapter of Justin's past that wasn't in the past. To her shock, the relentless caller turned out to be an ex from Justin's college days, a person he had dated on one of their off periods. As she dug deeper into his phone, it became clear that their relationship had continued in secret for years, leaving Vivica shocked, a mix of emotions betrayal, confusion, and a growing realization that she did not know this man she was going to marry. Okay, thoughts. Mama's always right. Mama's always right, right? She be knowing. That's crazy. I can't, I'm shook right now. Like, I wanted Bessie, but this is, this is sad. It's sad for Vivica. I do feel bad for Vivica. 10 years, you're getting married in two or three days. Your mom tried to warn you. At this point, what would you do if you were Vivica? I would probably put him on a boat in, where were they? In Cancun? Yeah. Yeah, I would put him on a little boat, a little, and then just let him sail away. That's what I would do. (laughs) Just let him sail away in Mexico. Just go away. (laughs) Just, Just go away. That's, I wouldn't even, I don't know how she like held any type of composure. Oh, there's no composure. There's no words at all. I can't even. I'm I'm lost for words. I know. I'm I'm like sad for her. But I feel like parents and like best friends always have a gut instinct. So her mom was being like a little impulsive about when she said it, but she must have known. Like she must have just felt it. Just sad. Vivica reacted immediately and stormed into the living room where Justin was sleep- where Justin was sleeping. She shrugged him awake and tossed the sleepy Justin his phone. What the hell is going on, she said. Why is your ex blowing up your phone at 3 a.m.? Oh, crap, Justin screamed. Yeah, oh, crap is right. I found texts and photos and videos. You're having an affair. Why would you even propose? It's not an affair, Justin said. I I, I just got caught up in the moment. Vivica paused. She wasn't even angry at this point. This wasn't a moment, Vivica said. It's been years. You love her? Have her. Be with her. I'm done. Vivica grabbed her purse and ran to her sister's room before Justin could stop her. That's painful. So painful. I can't even imagine. That's like... My worst nightmare, like oh my god. I don't even I don't even know what I would do. I don't I don't know what I would do. 
Especially because it's it's the night before guests arrive. At this point, how do you handle this? One, she definitely should be throwing that phone in his face. That's all I'm going to say. I would have, honest, I would have tossed it in the ocean. <laughs> I would have tossed it in the ocean. Because you're now you're stuck. You know, you're stuck in Cancun. <gasps> you're right. Bye. I Get rid of his passport. Throw that in the ocean. Exactly, the passport. Gone. <laughs> Gone. I'm petty. I would have made a huge scene. Oh. Like, I can't. The, the time wasted, money wasted. Yes. And also, I think you realize that he's been lying in your face for years. Like four years, that would gut me. I I couldn't handle that. Why would he propose? I don't. I it makes no sense. Like because no one forced you to. Like no one puts a gun to you. Like why did you do that? You're sloppy and you're rude at this point. That night, Justin went into full crisis mode, desperately trying to reach Vivica and fix the mess he'd made. He'd call her nonstop, even tried getting through to her family, but it was like hitting a brick wall. The bridesmaids, once his friends, were giving him a silent treatment, as they should. Mm -hmm. And waiting outside of the door with tears down his face did nothing. Do you think Justin has a chance at all to fix this? No. Do you think she gives in because of the timing of everything? Like, I think the timing and, like you said, the years of still talking to her, like... Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, like, she maybe hit him up yesterday or something. But, like, the years... I couldn't get over it. And if she does, then, you know, good luck on your marriage, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) That seems like going into, like, a very hard space. When Vivica dropped the bombshell that she was done, there was no turning back. In a moment, she hopped on the first flight out of Cancun with her sister, bridesmaids, and immediate family that arrived early. She took her crew when she left. (laughs) She took her friends as she left. She said bye. (laughs) Before leaving, she told the groomsmen, that Justin would have to explain to the remaining guests flying in that the wedding was off. All right. Would telling everyone that the wedding is off after they traveled freak you out? Yeah, it would definitely freak me yeah. out. But I, what I would do instead of making him do it, I would tell my family, hey, you know, the wedding's off, whatever. Or I would have someone tell my family. But yeah. I would have his family really like like deal with his family members mess and like land there and it'd be a whole thing <laughs> oh yeah that's i'd be good. petty like that <laughs> no that's good that's good that's good because they're all like they have to immediately be like what happened and he can't lie at that point he can't lie nope you're stuck <laughs> since the wedding invite list was on the smaller side just under 50 people most of them were family and luckily family tends to be a bit more understanding in these tough situations the inter- the intimate group made it feel less like a total disaster and more like a bunch of people figuring things out together. They turned it into a vacation. And Justin flew home later that week, distraught. Okay, so he had a smaller wedding. Everyone took it easy. That's lucky. How how many people did you have at your destination wedding? I think I had, the final number was like 61 or 63, something like that. With like yeah. kids. It's hard because of the kids. The kids always messed me up. Like my Yeah. Mom how many people did you invite total i don't know total but yeah. i was probably close to like i feel like maybe close to 100 okay but i like knowing that like people wouldn't go okay same i over invited because i was like no one's gonna go and maybe they'll send me gifts i invited 340 people <laughs> 340 
Oh my God. But honestly, I could, that's me being nice. I really could have invited like a 30 more and I wish I had at this point. And then we had 175 show up. Wow. Which honestly, I was shocked about. That's awesome. That sounds like All right. So any predictions, any final predictions on what happens next? Everyone kind of partied through the vacation, through the resort. Vivica left. No one has, no one outside of her family has spoken to her. Justin went back sad. Like, what do you think happens? They've been together 10 years. They kind of had a life together. If you're together for 10 years, do you think it's really over? I feel like if it's not over, that's crazy. Because not only did you just tell these people not to show up to the wedding and everything. Like, I feel like if you were going to stay with him, you might as well figure it out while you were in Cancun. Yeah. But if you're, then I would hope that she would be done with him and his shady. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, we have an update from a friend of a friend of the bride. With a little help from her squad and parents, Vivica hustled to get most of her stuff out of their place by the time Justin rolled back in town. Packing, moving, reclaiming her space. When he showed up, the entire apartment turned into a solo pad. He was the bachelor that he wanted to be. No looking back. Vivica wanted. I know, it's kind of sad, but good for her. Vivica, wanting a clean slate, hit him with the ultimate move. She blocked his number, blocked him on all socials. She didn't exist to him. He didn't exist to her. It was a bold step forward toward starting a fresh life, leaving behind the old and diving headfirst into a new chapter. And years later, our friend of a friend of the bride reveals that she's recently engaged to a new man. (laughs) After six months. <laughs> Wait, six months? <laughs> six months later. Six months after moving out of her apartment. I had to reread that. Six months after moving out of her apartment, Vivica is engaged to a brand new guy who her family approves of. She will be getting married next spring. What? Vivica moves fast. Yes. She is wasting no time. She said, I'm going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> what she wants to be a bride, she to be a bride. <laughs> she's she's a wife but you know what this you know how people say like after like if you're with someone for so long and that breakup's your worst breakup you meet your person like right after like maybe she finally met her person right after is it a messy thing that i would do no that's six months after having everyone already fly to one wedding fly to one wedding plan one wedding i wouldn't do it Maybe it's like her way of like saying like F you, Justin, Dustin, whatever his name was. Yeah, but with a marriage? <laughs> with the legal document? <laughs> no, that's crazy. I can't even whatever messiness you want. You know, Vivica <laughs> deserves the world after what she was what she went through with Dustin, whatever. She does. Thank you for joining and getting messy with me. Of course. <laughs> it was so fun. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you.